Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What to do if your partner doesn't want to get married? Today, I'm going to cover the questions you want to be asking yourself and them so you can decide to stay or go or what to do next. So, this is a very special episode of Ask Dr. Abby. So, stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm very happy to be here. I'm your host, Dr. Abby Metcalf. I promise not to sing anymore. I do not have a singing voice. (laughs) So, uh, and today I'm going to be covering a question that came in, actually a bunch of questions I've had over time. I just really liked how this one was especially written. I love all of you. I love the questions. They're so good. Um, And they were asked in a number of ways, but uh, really, they all sounded like this one. So, um, uh, hope I, I, even if this wasn't exactly yours, I think I'll be answering it today. Uh, and if you haven't yet, follow me on social. You know, I'm on social. I'm all over social. I'm gonna. I'll link to all my handles on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram uh, and all the things and LinkedIn. I'll link to all that in the show notes. And of course, uh, I'm on YouTube and the podcast is now on YouTube and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel would be, a, uh, any of these things following me anywhere. Subscribing would be a great way to support me. If you're looking for a way to support me because you love me, like I love you, uh, that would be really cool. And, uh, the things I 
I'm really always, always looking to put things out that are useful and helpful no matter where it is. So as you know, if you've been listening, I don't do clickbait. I don't do, you know, uh, here's the, <laughs> you know, you ask something and I, I tell you, oh, a little piece of it and don't give you all the steps. I, I give it all to you. So that's, that's what I do. So, um, you know, I, my social media is the same way, Tr- trying to be helpful, trying to be right there, give you that daily dose of good things. Uh, and of course I have my newsletter. You can sign up for that on the, on the website. Also I'll link to it in the show notes here, abbymedcalf.com. Um, to, you know, just be inspired every day to be having wonderful relationships. That's what I'm all about. And sometimes it's easy to get off track. So, all right, so let's get to it. So like, as I mentioned before, so many of you have written in asking this about this question, and I'm going to read you again, one of them right now. And as always, I, I change names and identifying information to just keep it as anonymous as possible. And it's really funny. I've done this a few times and I've had a few people write in and say, oh, you answered my question. Thank you so much. So that makes me feel good. Like I, I'm definitely picking, you know, good questions that a lot of you have asked. So let's do it. And this one says, uh, hi, Abby. I'm so grateful to have found your podcast. Your straightforward, simple, and practical advice is the best I've ever heard. Thank you. I've been with my partner for over 10 years and we've been engaged for eight. I deeply value marriage, and he tells me this is the best relationship he has ever had. He loves me. He wants to spend his life with me. You know, these are the things he says to her, but he doesn't want to get married because he says he thinks he will feel like he was pressured into getting married. Um, we've been through a lot of growing together over the years. His And uh, then she goes on to say that his most current therapist has encouraged him to stand his ground and do this for himself, you know, I guess not get married. Although he tells me that he's working with his therapist to explore the reasons why he's so fearful of marriage. So this is really great. Uh, He's been married before, but has been divorced a long time now. Um, And she didn't tell me if she's been married before. So I don't know. Uh, I've been loyal, committed, and feel a very good partner, patiently working through many of his communication issues, you know, boundaries, other trauma issues with him. I've worked on myself a lot over the years, uh, you know, and, uh, and she had mentioned like sort of in a personal way, but also through her education, uh, in her job. Uh, but I fear my own abandonment trauma keeps me in this relationship. In spite of all this, we have a, a really good, decent relationship. We've adjusted to each other, you know, they're comfortable together. She says, but I still want to get married and don't feel there is a full commitment from him without this. Uh, and she ends with, you know, is it time to cut the cord? We love each other and this is ruining what we do have. I am afraid to leave. Please help. And I'm going to call her Jackie. Uh, so, uh, and and again, this is for anyone with this kind of thing, or if you've had someone who uh, isn't committing maybe even just to the next level, like moving in or whatever your next thing is. But but I'm going to focus on marriage today, that idea of really this kind of commitment. So first and foremost, for you know Jackie and anyone going through this, uh, it can really suck. And I just want to send my love and my heart to you. It It's this stuff can be really painful. I I always say, you know, love can bring out really the best in us, but also our fears and our insecurities. So uh, that can get all tangled up. 
And okay, so there's a lot of things I want to address here. I want to get right to this. So, you know, let's just jump in. And first things first um, is I can never tell people whether to stay or go, obviously. I, I Only you can decide that. But the first thing, you know, I told you in the intro that it's going to be about the questions to ask yourself and the questions and the things to think about for yourself and maybe the things to also ask your partner. So that's where I'm going to focus on here. And so first things first, how do you feel day to day? That's always what I focus on when I'm deciding anything. How do I feel day to day? How do I feel about this thing most often? And I would say that if you feel happy, cherished, loved the majority of the time, that's a big indicator that this is actually a relatively healthy relationship, despite your partner not wanting to get married. And again, that comes up a lot. I'll have folks say to me like, wow, we actually have a good relationship. We have all these things, but he won't get married or she, I have had to come up where she won't get married. So it does go both ways, but I, I will say it seems mostly in my experience that men are not the ones who want to make that full commitment and get married. Um, and so that, so again, if you're happy though, day to day, you know, I then wonder why is getting married so important to you? And this is a really important question to ask yourself. What do you think marriage will give you that you don't already have? This is, I think the only question you really need to ask. What is that? So a lot of times when I have clients do this, I've had clients, as you might imagine, over the years who uh, have wanted to get married and their partners haven't. And I will say that's, I can only think of one man I've had in that position, but I've had quite a few women come to me with this. So again, I'm, I apologize to any of the men listening if I'm generalizing too much, but it is my experience. Um, that's the first thing I ask them. And I have them do some really clear writing about this. There's nothing better than some journaling about this to really, to me, that's what I think, to really write this out. Don't just think it, write it out because different things come out when you do that. What do you think it'll give you that you don't already have? And I'll tell you that the vast majority of the time when I have clients do this, they realize that there is this fear that's driving the want to get married. It's not a love of this person. It's a fear of losing the person. It's a fear about what uh, really being loved and what that means. Uh, it, there's just this fear driving it. And so, you know, what do I always say? You can't base a love relationship on fear. So, and I'm not saying that all marriage is based on fear at all. And I'm not saying you might not have wonderful, loving reasons to want marriage for yourself. That, that's fine. I'm saying you need to figure out what yours are. So if it's if it's fear-based reasons, that's another issue. If it's not, that's why I like you know, for you to answer this question. What do you think it'll give you that you don't already have? What is so important about it? You know, you can ask that a few ways, right? What is so important about marriage to me? What do I think? What does marriage mean to me? Um, you know, what what will I not what will I get? What what will I get from this thing that I'm so focused on? The next thing to think about is this idea which happened in this letter and I've seen it in most of the people who ask me this question there's a filling in the blank there's a defining things that's a big problem so for example Jackie in this letter she's decided that his not wanting to get married means he's not fully committed so she's defining that 
She's saying that he's not saying that. He seems very committed to her. They've even been together for a long, they've been together over 10 years. That feels like a lot of commitment. Um, they've been engaged for most of that. That's a different kind of commitment. It, it Again, I feel like she's filling in the blanks with her fear. Uh, I, what is? What do you mean he's not fully committed? What? What? Again? What would be happening? So let's take. Let's say you were married. There's lots of people who are married and don't feel like their partner is fully committed. There's a thing called cheating. You might have heard of. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of ways partners aren't committed, even though they're married. So what is it that commitment means to you? That was would be my next question. I would ask myself: What does commitment mean? How do I know someone's committed? What are the things they're saying? What are the things they're doing? Like take marriage out as you answer this question for yourself. Don't, don't, you know, that that's not, I want you to just think of commitment. Let's pretend you're already married. How would you know your partner is committed otherwise besides the marriage? What things is, is he, she showing you that lets you know? What is your definition of commitment? That's such an important thing. How do you feel? when someone's committed is your next piece of that. Uh, how, do, how do I feel when someone is committed to me? How do I feel when they're, uh, when, and, and think, you know, sometimes it's hard to think of a relationship this way. You might think of um, a friendship or maybe you're, you feel like your parents are committed to you. Maybe you feel like a, a boss or a coworker is. Anywhere you can get this. And I actually think it's helpful to think of commitment in a bunch of different areas. You know, we know that we have a very different kind of focus, uh, <laughs> expectation when it comes to partners. We know it's higher. We know we, we, we know this from the research, you know, that we expect more from our partners than we do from other people. So sometimes I think it's a really good idea to think about what do you expect from everyone else? And maybe even to look at why is it so much higher for my partner? If I'm getting, I feel fully committed in so many different areas, what is it here? that I really need. And of course we know on a big level why it's why we have higher expectations of our partners. We're the most vulnerable with them. We're the most ourselves, I hope, with them. We're, you know, this is the biggest part of us, right? Is this commitment, this uh this deal we've made with this other person. And so really understand, you know, I get it. So I want more from this person than I want from, you know, Sally at work. <laughs> I get that. But if I really feel good at my job, how do I know that, you know, people on my team are committed or my boss or whoever, again, my parents, my siblings, my friends, where else do you see it? And what you might see, I've had clients do this, what they've noticed is that they don't feel it anywhere, let alone with their partner. They don't even feel it anywhere else. That's it. See, then now we're really getting to something. What is really going on there that you think it's about this? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's again about you. Maybe you're. Uh, expectations are too high. Maybe you have some, you know, kind of crazy view of what commitment even means. And I say that with love. I'm not calling you crazy, but uh, what do I always say? You have to have high standards and low expectations. So what is that standard? Have you identified that standard? What is it that I want in a long-term committed relationship? You know, let's say in romance, what is it that I want? Again, maybe, you know, take that word marriage out what has to be there for me to feel this? Because, you know, there's a lot of ways to be married, first of all. Like, would you feel okay if it was just a, a, a little ceremony between the two of you where it wasn't legal? Would that feel like it? 
do you need everybody around to feel like it? Do you need a piece of paper that is legal to feel like it? You know, what? And then you have to explore that. Why does that make it different? Well, you know, uh, maybe I want to get married and have a, a legal piece of paper because it'll be harder for this person to leave. And I want them to stick through. But again, that feels maybe like a fear-based response that you think they're going to leave or you think they'd leave easily. That's a different issue that, frankly, marriage doesn't solve. You know, we know that marriages, uh, about 50% of them in the United States end up in divorce. And that number is much higher for second and third marriages. So the idea that marriage is something else, you know, again, what do you think you're getting from that? You're, you, this idea of forever, I think always has to be off the table. I don't even think of it as forever in my own relationship. I don't ever, I mean, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm, I'm planning, but I don't know what the future is going to hold. By the way, people die. Think, things happen like that. So, you know, again, what is that that I'm expecting or want? And how do I feel now about it? So don't fill in blanks and don't define things for your partner. So if you want, you can ask them. You you can ask that question to them. What does you know commitment mean to you? How do you see yourself as committed to me? These are wonderful questions to ask to really understand. Uh, what they're doing or not doing that might be in line or not in line with what you want. I have also found uh, over time when I've had couples talk about marriage, they'll find that their def again their definitions are very different about it. Some people see it as being uh, trapped, stuck because maybe they're looking at their own parents' relationship and seeing that as something they do not want, <laughs> and they think that's kind of the only option. Because that's how we sort of talk about marriage a lot, you know, that it's this certain way. They think maybe it means they'd never be able to have sex with anybody else. But again, there's all kinds of different ways to be married. There's, you know, there's so many pieces to it and you get to define what it means for you. That's the really cool thing. So, okay. So, uh, but I want to keep going with what else. So the other thing I noticed from what was written here is from Jackie is that the relationship sounds solid and healthy overall, but this, but she says this one thing is ruining it. And I'd say that runs both ways. <laughs> so it's not right to want to get married and wrong not to want to get married. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ha ha. How do you like that? Being married isn't the right way to have a relationship. 
That's that's not true. It might be for you what you want, but it doesn't mean it's right. It's always, always about what the motivator is. Again, if you want to get married from this very loving, just abundant, excited, enthusiastic, uh, wow, I don't even know what we're going to explore together way, or if you want to get married because you're afraid the person will leave you, two different things, right? If you don't want to get married because you're afraid, that's that's not a good reason not to want to get married. Same thing. It, it's always about where it's from. Where is the motivation from? If you don't want to get married because you feel like you're actually showing your true commitment without a piece of paper, that, that that's really showing love, that I don't need a piece of paper to to be here with you. And I, you know, I show my commitment in all these other ways. And I just love the thought of us being in this life together because we choose it every single day. That is pretty neat. That's another thing. So again, you've got to, it's really about the motive. It's really about what's driving the want. So marriage isn't wrong or right to want it or not want it. It's why you want it or don't want it that is healthy or unhealthy. And that's the thing to always look for. And what I have found is that sometimes what happens as marriage becomes a sticking point, let's say the woman wants to get married, the man doesn't, is when I've been in couples with them, when I've done couples work with them, is that the man starts to feel like her love is conditional on this marriage thing, which makes him not want to get married even more. (laughs) He starts to feel like, so if I don't do this one thing, then you're going to withhold your love. Then you're going to go away. And how else would that show up? So let's say we get married now. Let's say we do it. But then what if I don't want to do something else in the future? Some other big thing. Are you going to just take your love and go? Is that how this works? So that has come up a lot. And, th- 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 you know, again, there's, there's something there, too, to be thinking about not just from your perspective, but from the other perspective. And and again, if you don't think that one is wrong and one is right, you can really be more open, more more loving, more willing, more compassionate, more um, empathetic, you know, all the good things that you need to have this conversation. What's amazing when you think about it is I love this person so much that now I I hate them and they're ruining it (laughs) with, with, this one thing. I, I I don't, to me, that doesn't jive. So I don't know if Jackie just wasn't sharing some other things that are going on. And I'll talk about that in a minute, but well, let's talk about it now. Uh, why is this one thing ruining it? Is there something else ruining it? Is there something else that's going on or does it all sort of uh, bubble out of this one decision? It, it's really important to look at that, you know, how you start to see other things. Remember our Remember, our I talk about it a lot. Our brains have this, you know, psychologically, we have something called a confirmation bias. So if I've decided that my partner doesn't want to marry me because he's not committed, I will then try to prove myself right about that. And I will start seeing it everywhere. And then it seems more important than ever that we get married, more important than ever that he makes this commitment. So it's very important that you don't get, again, those definitions in your head and deciding what's true and not true without really talking to your person. And I want to reiterate, it does not mean that at the end of the day, you don't want this thing and you need it to feel good. You're allowed. You're allowed to have that. It's just that your partner's allowed not to want it. And that means it does sound like you then you're not going to be together. But 
I think there's a lot of roads to Rome, and I think there's a lot of things to talk about before you get there. So, because relationships are all about what you focus on, they what you focus on grows, and that's again that confirmation bias. It's the reticular activating system that I talk about ad nauseum. <laughs> that I talk about all the time. I'm going to talk about it again. Remember your your RAS or your reticular activating system is a is a conduit between your conscious and your subconscious. And all of us have this in our brain. And basically, whatever we think consciously about, we send that as an order or instruction to our subconscious to look for that thing. And it'll find it. That's what the RAS does. It will go look for that thing and it'll find it everywhere. So if I've decided that my partner doesn't really love me, that they're not really committed, it will find evidence of that, quote unquote, everywhere. And even though that's not real, and remember, very importantly, the RAS will filter out anything that doesn't match. That's and that's part of that confirmation bias. I want to prove myself right. That's what the brain is trying to do. So now when my partner is showing commitment, is showing full love, is showing all the things, I don't even notice it. <laughs> I'm missing it. So you got to focus on what you want. You've got to focus on where where you want the relationship to be. So I would also then ask what, you know, I'd ask Jackie, I'd ask you, what conversations have you had about this? And what if you change the conversation from trying to negotiate to instead finding a new solution together? You know, I talk about that triangle all the time. You know, if you're in the two bottom, you know, bottom parts of the triangle, those two corners, and you're just trying to go on a straight line to like have this argument and negotiate. And I always say, make a triangle out of that line. You know, both of you look up to some point above you that neither of you has even thought about yet. There's a lot of ways to be married. There's a lot of ways to feel like some you have someone's full commitment. Uh, I had um, uh, a couple that I worked with, this is a couple years ago now, but I remember it was really great. They, they had the same issue and he owned a house and he put her on the, as a full partner on the deed of the house. He, he had a thing about marriage and it wasn't really, I thought all that healthy, his fear of it, but he really did feel so committed to this woman. They've been together a long time, uh, a few years. Uh, yeah, no, a long time, about five years, five or six years. And when they came to me and he did these things like putting her fully on uh, uh, as a full partner in the deed on the house. He, you know, made sure she was the beneficiary of his 401. You know, he did all the things, his life insurance. And you know what? She felt great. She felt really great about it. She felt like this is good. They ended up having a different kind of little ceremony, the two of them, a commitment ceremony. They decided actually to do that every year, that they were kind of re-upping with each other all the time. They did this whole thing with it, which I thought was so creative, so amazing. But that idea of him putting her on the deed came out of our conversations like this, having asking these questions, you know, doing this. Because for her, it really was about the security of her future and really feeling like she couldn't, you know, that they were building something together. You know, she was doing something in the house. She's putting her, her quote unquote own money into the house and feeling like I'm kind of, I'm not going to get this later. Like, I'm, you know, what, what does this mean? And I really want to feel like if we want to put an addition on the house, that it's our house and that we're deciding together. It's not his house that I'm sort of staying in. And once they kind of got to that, and he was like so generous and so open and I mean, so in love with her. Again, he just had this thing about marriage. Uh, He really, and he had been married twice before. 
now that I remember that. And so that was part of his stuff about it. Just he just felt like I want to commit in a different way now. Marriage hasn't worked for me. <laughs> I want to do this differently. And so to him, this was different and it worked for her completely. She was fully on board. But do you see that came out of these conversations? Uh, because again, you can be married and someone can cheat on you. Someone could not, I don't know, hide money. They could do all kinds of things. So what do you really need to have that feeling of full commitment? What do you need to feel to have that? You know, what things would be happening in the relationship for you to know? Because again, relationships need to be based on love, not fear. And I, I will also say that at the end here, Jackie said that she's afraid to go. And so that's more questions for yourself. Why are you afraid to go? Are you afraid of being alone? Are you afraid of never being a love, loved by anyone else? Are you, uh, you know, what is it that, that has you so afraid? Uh, sometimes... I th I think a thing that comes up a lot is sometimes people feel like, you know, I've put all this time into this relationship, years of myself, you know, years of work. It's going to be wasted if I leave. And no, it won't. It is never, ever, ever a waste of time to love someone. I'm going to say that again. It is never, ever, ever a waste of time to love someone. It's never a waste of time to learn who you are in a relationship. It's never a waste of time to grow. It's never a waste of time. Everything we owe, you know, we we learn our next step from this step. That's how that happens. And sometimes we have to be in relationships that don't work to learn what does work. It's very, you know, no one would get on the tennis court and think they could be Serena Williams first time out. But people think that with love. It's a practice. It's you gotta you gotta work on it. It's hard to know. It's hard to be perfect. Well, you're never perfect, but you know what I mean. It's hard to be great at relationships when you have no experience at them. And that's what happens over time. So every time you fall in love, every time you you know you are with someone, every time you do this work, just look at yourself and be better. You know, learn more. Love more. I don't don't be afraid of love. Love is a wonderful thing. It is not to be feared. It's never a waste. It's always great to love. So think of that in this relationship. What have you learned? If it's time to leave, it might be time to leave. Again, out of love for yourself, out of love for your needs. And by the way, sometimes we get to a point where we feel like we need to leave. And it's really, it is kind of from a fear-based response, okay? <laughs> we, it's 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 from a fearful place, not a love place. But sometimes you go anyway, and that's okay too. I I don't ever want you to feel like you're trapped because you're not doing it the healthy, perfect way. That's not how life works. It's okay, and have some compassion. You know, have some empathy for yourself, and you know, get to the next place and see if you can do it better the next time. That's that's all you can do with that, and. Just, just overall, I want to wrap up here, but I want to overall just say, I want you to focus on what you do want, not what you don't want, whatever relationship you're in. I want you to focus on your day-to-day -day feelings, getting your day-to-day -day needs met. Is that happening overall? Not perfectly, not 100% because our partners are not robots, but does it feel good? Do I feel satisfied day to day? Yeah, there's bumps, there's ups and downs, but mostly do I feel satisfied? That's really, to me, what it's all about. 
And the rest of it is the rest of it. Uh, having kids, getting married, buying a house, whatever that is. But come back to you and this person, just that, that relationship, that one-to-one. How is that? How do I feel there? That's really how you always answer these questions. Okay, that's it for today. I am very excited to have answered that question. I It's come up a lot and I'm really feeling good about everything I just laid out there for you. If you have a question that you would like answered on a future episode, you can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com or you can go to the website and the contact page and you can uh, email me through that. I, I do get all those emails. I, there's a lot of them, but I still read them. <laughs> I spend time every week because I think it's important reading the emails. Uh, and I think that's it. I, I just want to remind you to love yourself and to love others openly. There is great, great love here for you in this world. And I mostly from yourself and you know being aligned and being in in sync with you and from there all love is possible that's it have an amazing day and an amazing week i love you so much i love you and i will talk to you next week thank you for listening to the relationships made easy podcast with wonderful me dr abby metcalf and i've got two quick things to say just give me one more minute First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you, anything, you can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.